Okay, well, welcome to uh, Bethel Baptist Church and School, and thank you all for coming out, and uh, we've, we've got a really good crowd here uh, this evening, and uh, looking forward to all the hard work coming together, and uh, they have been, uh, the teacher's been working with the kids since, what, o- October? So they've been, they've been working with the kids for quite some time on all of this. And, uh, and so it, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know you're going to enjoy it, man. We really appreciate you being here. And we'll, we'll share some more stuff at the very end um, of, of all of this once the kids are done with the program. But at this time, I'm just going to pray. And, uh, and then we're going to let them come in and get started with what they've worked so hard on. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to, to be here. Thank you for the safety you've given each and every family coming. And uh, being a part of this, be able to see... Uh, Lord, all the hard work put together for this program and, and get to enjoy this time. And I pray, Lord, as we watch uh, what takes place and as we see the, the story that is told of the birth of our Savior, that, uh, Lord, we would remember that this is not just a story or a fairy tale that uh, was once told and passed down from generation to generation, but this is a, a true event, a an actual happening of when... Uh, God sent His only begotten Son, and that our Savior came that He might die for our sins, and that we might have a hope of forgiveness and eternity in heaven. May we see this time and appreciate once again uh, what it is that, uh, that you did for us in being born as a baby in a manger, that, uh, that we might have hope for eternity. Again, thank you for this time. Thank you for all the hard work put into it. I pray that it would be a blessing to each and every person here. We ask it all in Christ's name. Amen. Pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria, 
and all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because it was the house and lineage of David. To be tasked with Mary as a spouse wife, being great with a child, and so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people.
and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, As the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary, and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saints which has told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them.
shepherds left me a few trip hazards. <clears throat> so, but uh, did y'all enjoy that? That was good. And uh, that um, that is the culmination of a lot of work. And uh, I, I really thought we were going to have to do something to help our teachers um, with their hair loss um, for a while there, but um, but it actually it, it's the way it is every time, isn't it? So. Um, that you fret and worry and you practice and weird things happen during practice. Kids do things that you never thought they would do during practice and you're like, do not do that during the, <laughs> but, um, and, and you're just praying, please, Lord, let it all come together. But they did a great job tonight. And, um, and honestly, that, um, that is the Christmas story. You know, that, that is the whole reason. I know it's been commercialized, and I know it's a lot of, in, in, in today's world, it's about uh, getting together with family, making sure you get gifts. Do not forget gifts, because they'll never forgive you. Um, you know, all, all the stuff you have to do for Christmas, that just about drowns out the entire purpose for why we recognize this, this time frame. Now, I will tell you this, I told our church, if you do the research, you'll find out Christ was not born on December 25th. Matter of fact, he wasn't even born in December. Matter of fact, he wasn't even born in what we would consider winter time. Winter time. He was born in the time of lambing for Middle East time frames, which would have been actually more our summertime. And so you say, how in the world do we get December 25th? Well, that's a long story I could educate you on, but we'd be here all night. But I, all I can tell you is this. Um, no matter what the purpose of getting to December 25th is, what we do focus on is the, the reminder and the time to remember that, uh, that Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came to be born by the way you think about it. He left heaven. He left glory. He left the throne. He left everything that was born beautiful without any error or fault in it and came to a place that's full of sin and fault and ugly. As, so, as one preacher put it, he left the glories of heaven to be born in a gory earth. And he wasn't born as a king, he was born in the most lowly and undesirable way. But may I just encourage you tonight, we're not going to take a lot longer, but I just want to encourage you, after watching the basics of what took place with Christ being born as a, uh, to be our Savior, I, I just want to encourage you that um, the whole purpose of Him coming was that we could have hope of eternal life. Without Him, there would be no hope because none of us can be good enough to earn forgiveness of the sin we're guilty of. That sin has stained our lives from day one. I know I met a few people who said, I don't, I don't think I've ever sinned. I said, well, you just did. Uh, because uh, one easy one for every single one of us is the sin of lying. <laughs> and, uh, or pride. Pride would be one too. But uh, he came to die that we might have forgiveness. May I just uh, propose to you this thought. If you have never accepted the realization of a baby in a manger didn't stay a baby in a manger, but he was born, 
He lived his life, and at 33 and a half years old, he was hung on a cross without sin, without guilt, but he was hung on a cross, and nobody murdered him because he laid down his life willingly. And he died that we might have a Savior. He was sinless and eternal. Sinless so he could die for sin. Eternal so he could promise forgiveness for all eternity. His forgiveness is not temporary. If you've never realized your need of forgiveness, and if you've never understood or acknowledged the fact that that baby that was born became our Savior on a cross, may I encourage you that you tonight realize that, number one, we're all sinners. Number two, we can't save ourselves. Number three, Christ died for us. And number four, the Bible says if we will receive him and ask him to forgive us, he will give the eternal forgiveness that he died to, to be able to, to give us. If you've never received Christ as your Savior, if you don't know where you're going to spend eternity, there's no greater gift at this time of the year than to receive the gift of eternal salvation. And if you don't know uh, about that for sure, if you're not for sure where you're going to spend eternity, I, I tell you there's several people in this place today that would uh, be more than happy to talk with you if you'll come to us and say, Preacher, what, what was all that you were talking about? I'd sure like to know a little bit more about it. If you'll let me know, if you'll come to me or uh, some of our folks here at our church, we'd be more than happy to show you from God's Word how Christ died for you and how you can receive Him as your Savior. That would be the greatest Christmas gift ever received. And, and so that's the whole point of the story. and That's the whole purpose. It'd be wasted if he came and died and nobody actually accepted his forgiveness. So we want to give that opportunity to you to understand that need.